With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, November 3rd and only two games here on the NHL schedule tonight, unfortunately. But we will break both of those down. We'll talk some Vancouver Canucks, Toronto Maple Leafs, Anaheim Ducks, get into some of the last night's action, and then we will give out best bets for tonight's games. But before we get into all of that, I want to remind people that today's show is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. So make sure to download the app today, available on Android, iOS, whatever it is that you're looking for, as well as on the web. So make sure to sign up for BetStamp today. If you are looking to sign up for a new sports book, that is, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework, or you can click the link in the description. If you sign up through this page, it does help support the show. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. It does help support the show. So thank you to everyone as well. Just before we even get into anything here, if you are watching right now, you haven't subscribed to the channel, I don't know what you're doing, hit that subscribe button, turn on notifications so you get notified every time we go live. As well, watch-alongs probably coming here to the Edgework channel very soon, so you're going to want to start to see those. You won't want to miss, miss out on any announcements or anything like that. And as always, hit that like button while you're here. But let's get right into it. Let's talk about some of last night's games first and foremost. Alex, you requested it. I'll go to you first before we get into uh, some other happy stuff here from So Money. But are you a duck? Is that what's going on? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I kind of have become a duck uh, as of late. And it's, you know, got a lot to do with this. this how well this Anaheim team is playing right now. Greg Cronin has them yeah. flying high, pun intended, uh, right now. <laughs> and just looking at some of the, the wins that they got. That game going back against Pittsburgh, you know, a, a couple of days ago. You look at they have a chance to take a 3-1 lead. Uh, some be- questionable calls lead to where that goal gets disallowed to, to goal intended interference. It's, that's what the call stood, said. And then you have Pittsburgh end up taking, uh, tying the game, end up taking a 3-2 lead. There's veteran teams that would have just buried their head in the sand after that and said, you know, the refs are against us. You know, we're, we're not going to win this game. We, you know, we gave it our all. But that's a young group, and they were able to battle back, come back and get the win. Uh, you look back at how they were able to beat Boston on the road, give them their first uh, loss, and it coming back, forcing the you know, overtime with about 10 seconds left, winning the game in OT. They have great resiliency, and that's something that can lead you a long way, especially with a young group like that. Lucas Dostal has emerged as being one of the, the better backup goaltenders in the league right now. He looks tremendous compared to what we saw from him just a, a year ago, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. in some of the spot time with Anaheim. And, you know, John Gibson's a guy who, you know, he's dealt with a lot of injuries. He's had to shoulder most of the workload for the last decade in Anaheim. And it's funny, like I said, look back at his stats. You don't even think he's been there a decade because he's played in so many meaningless games because that team's been so bad for so long. But now he has a chance to play with some meaningful games and not have to shoulder the entire workload because Dostal has proven 
he can be good enough to be a possible 1A, 1B selection. So I took a shot with them. You can get now plus 1,200 at FanDuel for Anaheim to make the playoffs. Uh, you can get Cronin as high as 60 to 1 offshore and 50 to 1 uh, some domestic books for uh, Jack Adams Award. I took shots on both of those this week because I think the Ducks are a good team and the way that they're playing right now, they could sustain this long enough and possibly be a wild card contender. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. We kind of we came into the season sitting here like, hey, Arizona is going to be the team to look out for there for playoffs or for Jack Adams tickets if you wanted to get those, thinking that, hey, maybe they might make the playoffs. And it's not really taking away from anything of Arizona's done, but it's all of a sudden emerged this Anaheim's this fun, exciting, like, shiny new toy to kind of watch out there in the West as well. So being pretty fun to kind of watch that put be put together and start to develop especially as you said with the goaltending situation because now it doesn't feel like john gibson's just being left out to dry every single night that he goes in net and then backup goaltending situation is much more positive i mean so money you're getting to watch all these western conference games breaking down the ducks uh the coyotes the canucks what's going on out there out in the west oh it's a it's it's a new time right now look at all these like teams just like coming up out of uh after years and years of just obscurity. So it's been good. It's been good. I um we know how I feel about the coyotes. Um mm. I think I think Alex is bang on about the ducks. They're a they're a team that um you can't you 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 can't just assume that you're just gonna take a you're you're just gonna get a win when you go when you go play the ducks. However there is a team in the West that you are able to assume that you're gonna get the win against and that's San Jose Sharks. Yeah, <laughs> um, he was probably, um, and I'm not. I know it's easy to say after like a ten, after a ten goal effort against, or like the way that they started the season that you know this team is the worst of all time and like this team sucks. And but San Jose actually does suck, right? And yeah. um, looking at them, like I'm not. It's not hyperbole when I say that this could be the worst team of all time. Um, they. They just don't do anything well, right? Like, and the and the funny thing is that like their their goaltending hasn't been terrible, right? And yet they're sitting here giving up ten goals in a game and like just completely getting blown out. When you look at their goaltending numbers, and I, I'm like, what what's well, what's going on here? The the fact of the matter is the rest of the team stinks. Um, so that's San Jose side. Let's uh let's talk about a bit about the Canucks. <laughs> so. Against Nashville, right, after that game, <clears throat> Canucks got the win. JT Miller was benched uh, for a large uh, large portion of that third period. Um, Pedersen got the got the hat trick. However, after the game, Rick Tockett goes up and says that, look, we got the win. Happy about the win. Um, he called out the turnovers from Pedersen yeah. after the kid scores a hat trick in a game. He <laughs> calls out JT Miller saying that they did get into it um afterwards and um and like it's it's all good now which if you listen to the show you know that i love that kind of stuff keep everything in-house right like you can talk about it afterwards that we're good and stuff but don't let shit like this spill out in, in, into the media so and yeah. and they didn't right they obviously miller doesn't want to get benched he got benched obviously he's pissed off about it as he should be um and they and they took care of it in-house so if you're aware of Rick Pocket, I know that you understand what I'm saying, that he can attest to this, that sometimes when we bet, 
um, we win games that we shouldn't win, right? So basically what Rick Cockett was saying after the Nashville game is that um, they won the bet, but but the process wasn't tight enough. They didn't have the right process, right? Rick Cockett knows all about that, right? So, so, so then they follow up that game. In previous seasons, the Canucks lay an egg against San Jose. It, it 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 just happens, right? They came out on fire, right? Like, it was where these guys suck. They can't skate with us. They can't hang with us. We're going to put them away very quickly, and we're just going to chill out for the rest of the game. And that's exactly what they did. They just put on their suits, just like it was a business trip. They just got it done. And I, I fucking love that shit. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really jacked up about the Canucks. I think that, um, we, we mentioned the going into the season that they could be a team that could surprise. Um, I did have them fighting for a playoff spot and, um, I, they're pro- I still don't see them as a top three team in the division. Um, I think that Vegas, Kings, and and Oilers are, are all better than them. But um, I think that, yeah, the, the the playoffs are a very real possibility for this team. I I, I just love how they're how they're responding to uh, to a Talkit. I love how Talkit is um, managing a lot of the egos that um, sometimes a more, um, I guess player-friendly coach wouldn't be able to handle yeah. all the different personalities on this team right now. And I talk it, who um, was a player himself and who had, who was, who was a really good player. He knows how to handle these personalities. So yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm really happy here about the Canucks. Well, I'm going to take that clip as Josh C is bringing up who was saying the Canucks are bad Moretto. No, it was not Moretto. It was Matt Albert. I'm going to find that clip and I'm going to put them side by side of Albert saying that they're the biggest frauds in the league and then put it with so money just going on about how happy he is with the Canucks there. I have those play back to back. So uh, you can find, be, find the clip of me uh, also saying that the Sharks probably wouldn't get more than two wins between now and Thanksgiving. So. Yes, and we'll tie that with so money, saying that that's the team that you can get a guaranteed win against. So uh, those work work well. Those are things that I'll have to remember for after. But um, I mean, I'm happy for you guys. I mean, Alex, you got Connor Bedard. You're watching this guy grow up and just become an incredible NHL player right in front of our eyes. This team's starting to figure things out around him. So money's got the Vancouver Canucks over there to cheer for. And I'm stuck here having to watch this same shitty Maple Leafs team on a nightly basis. And uh, it's insane. I, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I think I did a post game show for the Leafs game last night. There was people who watch Edgework who were in there. I know Insight was in there watching. But reality is this. This Maple Leafs team has zero shot at winning the Stanley Cup. And I know that you can sit there and put together numbers and stuff and chart things out of why why I'm wrong in terms of why they have any chance to win it. But I will tell you why they have 0% chance to win the Stanley Cup. Because that number directly correlates with the amount of balls that they have on this team. This team has no character, no guts, nothing to them to coincide with a team that has any ability to have any success long term in the NHL. It's absolutely ridiculous watching this team on a nightly basis put forth the effort that they do. 
you have a fundamental flaw in the way that this team is constructed and not in terms of the way that they are on paper. It's the way that these guys conduct themselves on and off the ice. Prime example last night, Brad Marchand goes in the corner with Timothy Lilligren early in the first period, gets behind the back of his skate, kind of can opens him. He goes in feet first. He's going to be out for a long period of time. Marchand skates by the bench, chirping at the Leafs bench. Not one person on that bench does anything other than Ryan Reeves. And then the bonehead coach standing behind the bench doesn't even have the wits about him to think maybe now is a good time to put on this guy who's paid $1 million to do one thing here on the ice. And that's to go out and go and fight and go and keep guys in check. Won't even put him out on the ice for that. There is a massive, massive issue with this Leafs team. And no matter who is brought around to try to fix these character problems that they have. Nolachari, Ryan O'Reilly, uh, you bring in guys like Ryan Reeves, Bertuzzi, Domi, McCabe, whatever it is, it seems to not matter. And it's because the core group of this team just has absolutely zero fucking stones. It's pathetic to watch. And like as a fan who watches this nonstop and sits here and says, I get it that the team is constructed well with the skill that they have here. The actual fight and pushback in this team is non-existent you had an opportunity against the la kings to come back and continue what was a good road trip you got a game at home and you don't even show up you were just absolutely dead they were just pathetic in that game against la and then you get an opportunity against the boston bruins to go out there with a depleted defensive core and go into that building and say hey you know what we're gonna rebound we're gonna respond to that game yeah you go to a shootout and lose that game but just nothing out of this team. And you have a prime opportunity to say, we are different this year. We might lose this game in the shootout, but we are different this year because we'll fight back. We'll get in your face. We're going to piss you off. Whatever it is, they're not. It's the same team that we've watched for the last seven years, and it's pathetic. And that's why I think this team, as it is right now, has zero shot of winning the Cup. Yeah, I lost... Uh... I lost a bunch of money on the Leafs last night, um, so um, I'm not as pissed as you are, right? <laughs> but uh, um, I do, yeah, I, I, I do see where you're, where you're, where you're coming from here. It's um, I didn't understand how they came out yesterday, and that, and um, and that sequence that you were talking about with, um, with, um, with not with uh, Brad Marchand. Like, I don't know. Does uh, Keith think that uh, that they acquired Reeves to like? be on the ice and score goals or something right like right like like what was his <laughs> yeah. what, what was the purpose for for um for them acquiring him right so yeah it's um i can't i can't figure that team out i think that um we were on them last year to win the cup and i uh, i think that they've that they've actually regressed yeah and this and the craziest thing is that was all they were touting, touting all in the summertime was, wow this is a team you don't want to mess mm -hmm. with now with reeves and bertuzzi and domi and yeah, it's pretty much um, a lot of nothing so far. Yeah, they yeah. they they brought the sandpaper in that they needed. So I I don't understand like I, how we're still talking about this team being soft. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's pathetic and it's tough to watch. Uh, just having to see that because it's like you got they've got so much talent and like I even push back on people with the actual physical construction of the players that they have here and think like this team is pretty well built and has good players and good pieces here to get things done but it's like 
at the end of the day, there's just a piece of you that has to, has to just want it. And like, it seems like there's guys here who are just content with getting paid a lot of money and just going out on the ice. And that's kind of the end of it. And we'll, we'll get through the regular season, get a bunch of points and we'll see you next year. And it's, it's frustrating to watch. So as it is right now, you don't show anything different than you have for seven years. Why would I believe anything different is going to come or any different results are going to come of anything? So that's the that's the frustration for me as a Leafs fan as it is right now. But yeah, not what not trying to turn it into Toronto talk sports because I feel like that's going to be if you turn on Toronto radio today, that's going to be the Oof. main conversation that you hear all day here today. So apologies for that, but needed to get that one off my chest because it was looming after last night. Did the post game show had some similar thoughts there and then was just ready to uh, to unleash that take, but. Let's get into tonight's games. Uh, let's break down the two games that we have ahead of us here. See if we can find some best bets. If people do, in the chat do have questions, please make sure to fire them off. If you have enjoyed the show here so far, hit that like button. About half the people watching have hit like. That's just not enough. I mean, so many. We're going to have to get the sheet back out at some point here. So I don't know where it is. I have to make screen. another one now. <laughs> <laughs> you can flash, flash the smash it as, uh, on the screen. But... If you haven't hit that like button, please make sure to do so. Let's get into the games. First and foremost, we're looking at the Philadelphia Flyers on the road here tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. Buffalo at home, setting minus 160, 162. You see the best price on the Flyers here, plus 154. We're seeing a total of six and a half as it stands right now. Not any goalie confirmations for Buffalo that we've seen come in, unless so money's gotten some in the last uh, few minutes here. But so many, I'll go to you first. Which side of this game would you be leaning? Would you maybe look to a total? How would you want to bet on this game if you're going to get involved tonight? So in the last game in Philadelphia, uh, Buffalo closed at, um, let's call it 50% implied probability, right? So that uh, that Carter Harden net and um, and uh, and Philly was, was at home. So we flip over to today. And uh, we got Buffalo here that have ballooned out to a, about a 60, let's call it a 62% probability, just 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 in the low 60s, right? So what is the reason for that adjustment, right? Like we know that we know that Carter Hart is not gonna play tonight. We know that um Samuel Harrison stinks. Um we also <laughs> know that um that that there's a that that is a venue change that needs to be accounted for in the line because we're switching obviously from uh Philadelphia to Buffalo here. We know all of that, right? So then now we but it it doesn't get up to that to that adjustment for me, uh based on how the Flyers are playing right now. They I thought they were right in there in that in in that game against Buffalo and, until until Carter Hart went down, I believe the game was two-two when he went down, and um, and um, and they were playing well, right? So, and Philadelphia's also they've they played well the majority of the season um, against some very good competition, right? You look at that loss in Dallas, the loss in Vegas um, against Carolina, all all one goal losses where where they played very well. Of course, against the Canucks, they they. Uh, um, they dominated the Canucks as well, right? Against the team that just, if you're not aware, just put up ten goals last night. So, and um, and the and the Flyers dominated that game, right? So, I think that um, I'm I, I'm happy with the Flyers, the the way that the Flyers are playing. Um, 
we know about all the adjustments that we need to put into the 50% implied probability that I mentioned. Um, and I just can't get to that 12% adjustment. So um, I, I will be on the flyers. Um, I do like the numbers now. I just, um, I'm personally waiting for a bit because I think that, that um, it, it might get a little bit better, but that, um, would we see there like the one fifties right now? I think I would, yeah. I I would bet that right now. So um, I do like the flyers and um, I will be betting them today as well. Okay. So for this, for the sake of the show here, we see a bunch of one fifties out there. It is uh, actually pretty widely available for people um, regardless of where you are, what province, what state you're in right now, you can get access to those 150s. Again, do make sure to shop around at Betstamp. But if you don't have some of these books, sign up at betstamp.app slash edgework. But best price available for us here, 154. So many, would you be happy with locking that in? And on top of that, would you want to go full unit on this half unit? Like, how would you play this here? I want to go half unit on the flyers at plus 154. Okay. Um, and the reason it's not a full unit is because um, I I mentioned about Erson. We know that we know that he stings. Um, I need more time with him, right? So I need um, I need to figure out more about where we came from last year to where we are right now. If this is um, like what what these two or three games that he's played this season, what what that means um, within the whole scope of his of his uh, of his sample size right now so that's the reason i'm gonna have a half unit um, um just because i need more time with him all right makes sense and last thing i'll ask you on this one before we get alex's thoughts on this game what's the lowest price you would play this at if somebody listens to this later in the day watches this later in the day and they're looking out there what's like the cutoff point for you how how where do you need it to be at for it to be in within range uh, one, 144 is the lowest. All right, there you go. So if you are looking later in the day, uh, appreciate some money for giving us a little bit of insight on that of where we would be looking to play it at and the lowest level. So that maybe if you are watching later on or if you're listening on podcasts, you can get that still uh, within play. Alex, any thoughts for you here tonight between the Sabres and the Flyers? No, nothing much here. Like I said, you know, just got to kind of wait and see what you're getting with these two teams and their goaltending situations. And of course, especially with Buffalo Comrie being hurt, and, you know, Levi uh, coming back to, we we'll see how they juggle things because tomorrow they've got a big game, you know, a bit of a rivalry game, of course, with, with the Leafs. So you want to see where they juggle things uh, as far as goaltending goes. All right. Well, let's move on to the next game here. So we have locked in one best bet here on one game so far and as we do have a second game here tonight the new jersey devils on the road here taking on the st louis blues st louis at home right now is plus 135 new jersey coming into this one minus 147 you see a total right now of six and a half for this game alex any interest in this game at all from a betting perspective yeah you know i'm going with the over and uh you know look at how new jersey has been playing uh, offensively, they've just been in these track meets, and I'm sure you know Lindy Ruff not too happy with the fact that they've been giving up goals in bunches, but uh, certainly had to be delayed that they're scoring them and uh, coming out with more wins and losses so far. So I like this over here. So what I would do is I would take a half unit right now and sprinkle it on the over six and a half, and then wait and try and grab a better pricing number in game. So I'll probably end up grabbing some five and a half, maybe also laying around a dollar twenty or better, uh, adjusted for the full unit. So for this just for the show purposes now grab a half unit on that over six and a half 
Now, that also insulates yourself from an early goal as well. Sometimes you uh, end up having some goals coming in the first minute, first minute and a half, and it wipes away any chance of grabbing a five and a half live. Okay, so that is the over six and a half minus 118 lock in there for a half unit. Um, so, money, do you have any interest in tonight's game between the Devils and the Blues? I, I do like the overlook. Um, New Jersey just hasn't been getting any 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 goaltending this year, and um, Bennington has played well all year. Um, I just um, I just uh, wonder here how much um, how long he can he can he can continue this. Uh, we saw we we saw some some cracks, but uh, it's not it it's not there yet. So for the for for the most part, he's been playing well all year. Um, um, I do think that it is going to get out of range pretty quickly on this over. So I would, uh, I w- this one I wouldn't wait around for. So I think that uh, I do, I do agree with Alex's look here on the over. All right, there you go. Those are two games for tonight. Two best bets given out. Let's recap those here quickly uh, before we get into. But if oh, you do want to see all the picks, moving right now too. okay. So there you go. Get on the uh, get on the flyers now. But. Uh, if uh, if you do want to follow all the picks throughout the course of the year, see how we do, um, see the progress throughout the course of the season, you can find that in the BetStamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. Now, for today's picks, we do have two. There are two games, so getting into those, we take the Flyers, money line plus 154 for a half unit there, and then as well, we're going with the Devils, Blues, over 6.5, minus 118 for a half unit. So Flyers, money line plus 154, half unit. Devils Blues over six and a half minus 118 half unit there. That's it for today's show. If you did enjoy the show, please, again, as always, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe here to the channel, turn on notifications so that you get notified every single time we go live or videos drop here on this channel. You're going to want to see all of that as well. We get into picks pretty early, like yesterday, five minutes into the show, we are handing out best bets. Don't want to miss out on those. So appreciate everyone who tuned in here today. So money, Alex, thank you guys for taking the time. Alex, thanks for battling through the flu to be here. Hopefully you feel better by Monday morning, but to everyone else out there, follow us on Twitter as well at Edgework HQ picks coming out tomorrow before the slate of games starts. You're going to want to get on those because no shows on Saturday mornings. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets. Let's have a day.